For the next few weeks, we're, we're talking about, we're focusing on our mission. Anyone know what the mission is? You can look at the bottom of those invites and you will know. Reach, build, and care. And uh, today we're talking about reach. So that's one part of our mission to see our vision seen. And uh, so reaching all people with the good news of Jesus Christ. Reach can be achieved through everyone sharing about Jesus with friends, with family, even with strangers. That's probably the biggest one. Establishing our church in different locations in Sydney and broadcasting services and programs via television and media broadcasts. You know, our vision is that we want to see lives transformed. Jesus said to his disciples, go in all the world and preach the good news to everyone, everywhere. You know, that charge is still relevant today. There are still people in communities that haven't heard the good news of Jesus Christ. Maybe they once did, but over time the message hasn't been passed on to the next generation. And now there's communities out there and people in this day and age who've never heard about Jesus. Because that made me think, I thought, how can it be after you know 2,000 years or so, after Jesus was on this earth, and now there's still people who don't know about Jesus. And that's exactly how I said it, is because there's new communities, new people, and the message has not been passed on. So we need to go out there and preach again and share about Jesus and how the hope we have in Him. You know, God wants us, God wants to use us to reach His people. You know, it's only us that can reach I had this revelation the other day that we live in this time, 2019, and we it's, it's on us to see the gospel go out to the nations and the gospel go out to our friends and the gospel. No one else can do that in this time apart from us. You know, Abraham in the Bible, he can't do that. Moses, he can't do that. They did great things, but they can't see this nation come to Jesus. It's, it's on us. And I just thought... Everyone who lives in this time, it's up to us to see them saved. And I just thought, wow, that's just such a great, it, it can be not encouraging, but I found it encouraging that God has put us in this time to reach out to those people. So it's up to us to see this generation come to know him. And I was so saddened to hear this week on my way to work and, and someone had decided to take their own life and, and walked in front of a train. And I just thought, it's so sad. You know? and, but you know what? These are the people that we need to be reaching. These are the people that are, that are hurting inside that I don't know what they're going through, but obviously it's just a dark, dark time. And you know, I've gone through a time like that before. But you know, if I didn't have you know, friends and family who were praying for me and, and, and it just shared the hope of Jesus and said, you know, there's a future over your life. You know, maybe I would have went down that road as well. But, you know, there's hope in our Jesus. And we need to be out there and, you know, just on the trains, if you just take your headphones off, if you take a train. I take one every morning and sometimes I just listen to the conversations. And you know what? There's people hurting everywhere. All kinds of things are going on. And, you know, we need to be the bold ones. And I'm speaking to myself as well. And just go, look, can we help you? Or can we do this? Or let's just do things to help people and, and know that they, they are loved and things like that. In Romans 
13, 15. It says, For anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is what the scriptures mean when they say, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. That is us. That's every single, that's not just people who are speaking at the front. You know, there's much more people we can reach when we are the hands and feet of Jesus. And maybe that's just buying them a, a cup of coffee. Or maybe that's, you know, I've heard people just pay for people's meals at restaurants. And maybe it's just loving on them and go, you know what? I want to help you this week. What can I do? We are the hands and feet. And if we don't go out to them, how will they know? God has, has put that on us. He's given us that, that call, that, that charge to to see his people one for him. Like he's big enough to just go, everyone's saved, which he did when he sent his son Jesus, you know. That was everyone is saved. But we need to accept that, accept that Jesus had died for us. He didn't want us to be like robots. He gave us a choice to choose him. You know, we want, to, we want people to know Jesus through our services, find community through connect groups, discover purpose through our next step pathway and teams. You know, the vision, that is, that is our vision. And I love, I love that. Know Jesus, find community, discover purpose. Rick talked about it before. But, you know, I love that. So the Bible says, write the vision down and make it clear. And, you know, some of you know that, you know, I'm an artist and I painted the vision on the wall. I wanted to make it clear. I wanted it for when, and you can read it now if you want. That's fine. Um, I wanted people, when you walk into this place and, you, and you're like, what is this place? I wanted you first to feel welcome in this house and next to just know what we're about. We know that, you know, we want you to know Jesus. We want you to find community. We have connect groups all over this city and discover purpose, which is such a big thing. Sometimes we live life and we just don't know why we're living it. And, you know, here we can discover purpose. I was so passionate. I'm so passionate about the vision that I passionately painted that. You know, it was meant to be half the size, but I was just, I remember um, Mick was here and I, I had chairs and I was like running up. And if you look closely, there's kind of paint that goes there and I was jumping over chairs as I was throwing paint on the walls. You know, but that was just the passion that's inside of me. It wasn't just this beautiful, you know, painting that I might do at home. But I, I wanted you guys to feel the passion. I wanted you guys just to see the vision and just to get also get excited about it. Now, my little one, probably wants to do the same and we're trying to tell her we don't paint on walls or we don't paint on other things. Not that she does that. You know, the vision requires us to go above and beyond what we can achieve with our regular tithes and offerings that we give every single week. And that is why we have vision builders. The Bible says in Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think accordingly to the power that works in us. He has called us to go above and beyond. And I know many of you in this room already are above and beyond. And I just love that so much. I love being part of a church that, you know, we see further than those doors. We see further than these walls and these chairs. I love this about our vision. Vision Builders funds the initiatives that serve our vision. Vision Builders funds the initiatives that serve our vision. And our vision is big. 
And we're going to go through a few things of what we've achieved and what we want to do in the section of reach. You know, Vision Builders is a partnership between ordinary people like me and an extraordinary purpose, reaching much more when if we try and do things on our own, we can only do so much. But if we do it as a team, if we do it as one, if we do it as a collective, as people, we can do so much more and reach so many things into this world. Vision Builders creates a legacy of transformed lives, allowing the next generation to go further than we can or have. It is time for families to sow seeds and see the plans of God revealed for their lives. Vision Builders is an expression of selfless generosity in contrast to a self-centered world. Vision Builders is something everyone can be part of. And Jody and I love being a Vision Builder and Frankie. That's right. So we're going to go through a few things. There's going to be some slides we're going to um, put up on the screens. Uh, what we have achieved through Vision Builders and what we will do in the area of reach. So if we can have the first slide. Transform lives. We are all about seeing people saved, knowing Jesus and growing in Him. You know, there's some... Uh, some of the salvation stats in Sydney over our 11 locations, uh, we are seeing 30 people saved every single week. You know, we have seen 600 people come to Christ so far this year. And so based on that, in a whole year, we're going to see 1,600 people come into relationship with Christ over a year. How cool is that? And, you know, and that's because we are vision builders and that's because we're, we're giving above and beyond to a cause that's reaching to this city. And I absolutely love that. You know, we're, be we're believing we are going to see a big increase this year in people coming to know Jesus, Sydney-wide and here in this location. I know we come, we have prayer meetings every fortnight on the Tuesday night and it's just such a sense, just to, just to be, of, of course, we're praying for this city, but we, we're just getting such a sense that people, and you might be one of those people that are just going to be drawn into this place and drawn into churches around this city and, you know, come into relationship with Jesus. And, you know, this is just, God said that he's going to pour out his spirit in the last days. You know, he said that 2,000 or so years ago. And, that is happening still today. He's pouring out His Spirit over this land. He's pouring out His Spirit over this city. And we're going to see many people come to know Him. I love this verse in Matthew 9, Matthew 9, 35 to 38. Jesus traveled through all the cities and villages of that area, teaching in His synagogues and asked, and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And wherever, wherever he went, he healed people of every sort of disease and illness. He felt great pity for the, for the crowds that came because their problems were so great and they, they didn't know where to go for help. They were like sheep without a shepherd. And that's kind of like our city today. He said to his disciples, The harvest is so great, but the workers are so few. So pray to the Lord who is in the charge of the harvest. Ask him to send out more workers for this field, for his field. So there's many, many people out there 
who need to, as we know, need to come into relationship with him. And the harvest, he says, is so great. We need to be praying for people to come into this place who are willing, like, like Kelly and Rick, who are willing to serve, who are willing to just throw themselves into this place. And, and as a team, we're just going to see people come into this place and get to know him. You know, that was our heart when we first came out to Penrith of Jody and myself. You know, there's currently two million people who live out in the western of Sydney. And there's another million people who are going to move to the west of Sydney in the next 10 years. And now that we've got another airport coming, there's just, I believe, it's probably going to be even more. You know, Penrith is a, is a growth city. And you know, what drives me to, to, to reach this city is that less than 40% of people have, have classed themselves as religious. Now, religious doesn't mean that they're Christian. And so in that percentage, it's even less that are believers in Jesus. And so we have a lot of people to reach in this city, just in the west of the Sydney. And that is what our call is. We, we have to reach this city. Can we go to the next slide? Three key elements of our vision builders, as we mentioned before. Reach, build, and care. Reach all people with the good news of Jesus Christ. Build C3 church locations and C3 college campuses. Care for the vulnerable and lost people in our community and overseas. If we can have the next slide, please. Now, this, is what the, this was the amount that was pledged last year in our vision builders. And I just love, uh, I just love how generous our church is. And, and you know, 2.5 million was pledged. And that is above and beyond. And it's such huge generosity of our church, of every single person who, who is a vision builder. And um, so at the moment, we have seen 2.1 million of that come in, which is absolutely amazing. And we're believing, you know, the heart for Vision Builders is that we'll have 100% involvement. So that's all of us and 100% fulfillment. And there's actually been some years that we've seen up to 120% fulfillment. So people are giving above and beyond and above and beyond, which is amazing. If we can have the next slide, please. We reach. We reach out to people so their lives can be transformed. We do this as individuals and corporately through new and emerging media, broadcasting and starting new locations. And uh, on the next slide, you can see that uh, last year we started our 11th location, Parramatta. And, uh, you know, we're, our friends are leading that and they're doing such an amazing job and they're already seeing many people coming to their, their, their service. You know, Parramatta, there's, it's, it's a big city. It's becoming a, a big city. And, you know, there, we, there's a lot of reach out there. So we've started, uh, through Vision Builders, we've started Parramatta, which is amazing. On the next slide, please. I'm just cruising through these slides. So we're going to, so what will we do? So we're believing by 2025 that we'll have 20 locations, so almost double what we have now. And I don't, I don't see that as, a, man, how are we going to do that? I feel like we're going to see that before 2025. And as, you know, Pastor Phil and Chris's vision for this city is to see 100 locations in Sydney. I love it that our, our senior pastors, their, their vision started out, well, well, actually their vision started out, they just wanted a a church that was like a happening church, that it was full of life. They started on the northern beaches of Sydney and, you know, their vision has increased. 
Their vision now is, is so, so big and we're reaching worldwide, not just one location. And then to, have, to reach this city, we need more locations. We need to have churches like um, Pastor James said in the, in the video. We need to have churches in every location so that it's, you know, oh, I think Pastor Pat, sorry. So that's like, oh, you should come to church. It's not 40 minutes down the road. It's just five minutes down the road. And everyone has an opportunity to be in a location. If we can have the next slide, please. So what, have we, what else have we accomplished? Live stream to all our locations. Some of you who have been here a bit longer, um, every so often we, we do a live stream in this location and often it's our senior pastor, Pastor Phil, and it's a, it's a time that he can reach all, all the rooms, all the, all the locations. And I love it that because of Vision Builders, we've been able to set that up, that he can speak into, into all, all the locations. And, and especially when there's 100 locations, can you imagine you know, how easy it would be just to be able to just speak one message and 100 locations receive that? So we, we are on the Best Life TV show. Who's heard of Best Life? And that's, uh, that's show, it's actually shown on that. So the Best Life is a C3 compartment, but it's shown on the Hillsong channel. We're so thankful that they've got um, something available for us to, to be included in. And uh, that, that footprint reaches 77 million households in the U.S. How incredible is that? Because of our, because of our above and beyondness, is that a word? Above and beyondness. We think maybe, you know, our giving is like, oh, we're not really reaching very far. But when you see it, that we're contributing to a TV program that's reaching potentially 77 million people, I think that's incredible, really incredible. And, and it, airs, it actually airs in Sydney and, uh, at a reasonable time on every single Wednesday at 8 till 8.30 a.m. How good is that? Does anyone remember Benny Hinn, for those who've been... Christians for a while. So if you had to watch Benny Hinn, he was a, a healing evangelist. And if, if you wanted to watch him, you had to uh, get up at like 5 a.m. If you wanted to shower, 4.30 a.m. maybe. And then 5 a.m. just to watch the Christian channel. I used to, I used to watch, uh, anyway, used to watch music videos. And then like I knew I was up too late when I saw Benny Hinn come on. I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to sleep. So 8 o'clock on Wednesday. Sounds good. And the last slide I want to, if we can have the last slide. Oh, and sorry, go back to that one. Um, so we also streamed a presence, presence Conference. Who was at Presence Conference this year? Did anyone actually stream it online? Yes, yes. I know there were some guys away and had the opportunity to do that. And I'm so thankful that, uh, you know, Daystar as well, another um, amazing uh, TV partnership with them, uh, in the US, and so 155,000 viewers. So there was that many more people watching Presence this year, which I just find incredible. And that's another thing that we're part of. So the last slide. So we will continue to live stream services and continue to develop the, the software and the programs to make that just beautiful. I know there's uh, some team meetings we actually do uh, in our, in our West Hub at Silverwater, one of our locations, we actually do a two-way um, meeting. So it's, it's just early days, but I'm believing we're going to see more of that, that, you know, we'll have Pastor Phil speaking and he'll be able to hear us and then, or, you know, whatever is going to happen. We're just, we're not, 
like you said, we're, we're framing what the Holy Spirit do. We're not boxing the Holy Spirit, but we're like, the Holy Spirit is a masterpiece and we just want Him just to move in this place. And we will continue to broadcast your best life TV show, as we mentioned before. So that's just reaching so many people, which I absolutely love. And we're also going to expand the YouTube channel. So just work on that. So, and that, that includes, you know, uh, putting that together and the production and animation and whatever that includes. So that is a, a summary of, of our reach. Is anyone excited about that? I'm definitely excited about that. I, yeah. Give uh, God a hand and our senior pastors. Like, you know, we, we spent a bit of time with them last week and uh, just they were just really just uh, talking about the vision. And I, I just love it, as I mentioned before, that the Pastor Phil and Chris's vision just always increases and that we can be just uh, part of something that is huge. You know, like we actually just can't comprehend like how much is happening and, and how much we're doing all over the world. And just by being a vision builder and, and doing it together. You know, our goal is to see one million worshippers in a C3 every Sunday worldwide. How cool is that? One million people in a C3 church every single Sunday worldwide. Currently, we have uh, just over 100,000 uh, people meeting every single week in C3. So we mentioned that we're part of, for those who are new, uh, can, this can get a bit confusing. So we're part of 11 different locations. So that's kind of like one church, different rooms, 11 different rooms. It's a big house where we got a house that spreads all over the city. And, um, but then Pastor Phil and Chris, uh, they're, they're the founders of C3, but they also are the directors of 600 plus, I think we're 600 plus, uh, churches worldwide. So then they're more like independent churches that are C3 and Pastor Phil um, oversees that. Uh, we, we actually talk a bit more of that in our Next Step Pathway, which, uh, you know, we do that every single week. And today is actually week one. So um, you're all welcome to that. We talk about uh, the history of the church and you hear from our senior pastors about that as well. You know, the 100,000 to a million, you think that's just a lot. 100,000 currently, and we want to see a million. And like when you break it down, though, I like to break these things down because a million, I just like, I can't do it. But then... You know, when you break it down, that's only 10 times more what we are currently have. Good, that's easy maths, isn't it? 100,000 times 10? 1 million. Yes, correct. So it's 10 times more what we currently have. So I see it as if me personally reach 10 people, just 10 people, and we pray and focus on those 10 people, or I pray and focus on those 10 people, and I see 10 people come to know Jesus and planted in a church, and then Jody, my wife, will see 10 people. Talitha will see 10 people. If we all see 10 people, that's a million. Yeah. And I just thought, I can do that. I could see 10 people be like coming to this place. You could do that. I believe you could do that. How many, do you know 10 people who don't know Jesus? I do. If you don't, get on the train and just talk to someone. And that's, there's about 1,000 people on that train. So, you know, when we reach that, when we reach that 10 people, we'll have 1,000 people in our service alone. I find, and that's, that's our goal, to see 1,000 people in this church. So we reach 10 people, we have 1,000. I love that. I love breaking it down like that, breaking down the vision so that it can happen and we can see, we can go, yep. 
we can do that. And I, I, I want to um, close with, uh, you know, when Jesus lived on earth, uh, he was the best example of how to reach people. You know, he reached crowds. He reached big crowds. Like crowds were drawn to him. And uh, he also reached individuals. So he wasn't about just preaching to like thousands of people. That just naturally happened. But then he would actually, this is what I love about Jesus. He would spend time to talk to the ones. And, you know, there's, there's a story in the Bible. And um, some of you might know it. Some of you might not have heard of it, but I'm just going to kind of quickly talk about it. And Jesus, you know, in that day, they, they, they walked a lot and the transport was a bit different. And, but uh, he had to actually go back to um, Galilee, the city. And uh, so he decided, for, for whatever reason, he decided to go through Samaria. And so Samaria actually wasn't the, the quickest route. But, you know, I, I believe Jesus was spending time with uh, our Heavenly Father, His Heavenly Father, every single day. And maybe God said, I want you to walk through Samaria. You know, the weird thing about it is that Jews didn't connect with, Samar- uh, with Samaritans. It's a hard word, Samaritans. Jews did not talk to them. They, they, they saw them as they outcasts. They saw them as like people with the issues and so they didn't connect with them but Jesus heard it doesn't say but maybe he heard from his heavenly father go through Samaria you know and, and it would have been so hot you know it's the desert and walking and walking and 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 Jesus gets to Samaria and uh, he's he would have been like hot from the walk and he, he just sits down in the middle of the sun near this well which is a strange thing as well why would you just sit there. He didn't have anything to, to get water and he, he just, he, could, he should have sat under a tree. But he felt to just sit next to the well. And this, this girl comes along and uh, she comes in the middle of the day as well, which is another strange thing. But she comes in the middle of the day because it's so hot and there's no one around. So she feels like if she comes in the middle of the day, no one will see her. And the reason she did that, because Jesus says, Give me, can you please give me a drink? Didn't say please, but you know, we have good manners. Can you please give me a drink? And and she's like, Well, how can you get a drink? And why are you here? Because you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan and we don't talk to each other. Why are you talking to me? So she had all these excuses and and she said, I just want a drink. And then and said, Go and get your husband. And she said, I don't have a husband. And he said, Yeah, well, I know that. You've got five. You've had five. And the man you're living with now is not your husband. And yeah, so he had this word of knowledge over her life. And for her, she was like, wow, how does Jesus know about that? You know, we don't even talk. And he knew that I've had five husbands. Whoa. And you know, in that moment, just that one encounter with Jesus changed everything in her life. And I love it that, you know, his disciples, his followers, his leaders, they were actually with him all the time. But for whatever reason, at this point, they'd gone back to get get some food and uh, they weren't with him. And I love it that he didn't wait till the disciples were there and and, and then, like, you know, kind of expose her. He just did it privately. He just said, this is what's happening in your life. And uh, she was excited because he talked about, uh, like, after asking for a drink, she talked about, like, uh, like, Jesus talked about having this living water that, you know, that is better than water. 
you know, so he, he was jumping through. It's a weird story because he's jumping through the, the physical and the spiritual. But he's talking about, uh, re, read it in your own time. John 4, 1, It's just an amazing story. But he's talking about, no, I don't need that water. The living water that I have is, is eternal and, and, and I don't need to drink again. So she's like, oh, give me that water so that I don't have to come back here and, and, and drink from the well. So it's kind of funny mixing the, the physical and the spiritual. But I just believe that that one encounter changed her. You know, that one encounter just and saw that Jesus was actually compassionate. And even though that he knew that she had five husbands, it wasn't about that. It was like, I want to be in relation. I want you to be in relationship with me. And I just love that so much. And then, you know, from that, the, women, the, the girl went back to her, her town. And people would have known about her. People would have been talking about her. And, and you know, oh, she's the one that, whatever. And I'm not going into details. <laughs> but uh, they would have known about her. And then they would have seen her change and seen this hope in her and see this joy in her. And then who is this person? And, you know, I believe if, you know, that, that town actually came out to, to see Jesus and to see what she was talking about. And, you know, that whole town ended up coming to know Jesus. And we read it in uh, verse 39 and 42 in John 4. John 4, 1, um, 39. Sorry. It's on the screen. Um, Many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because the woman had said, He had told me everything I ever did. When they came out to see Him, they begged Him to stay in their village, so He stayed for two days, long enough for many more to hear His message and believe. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe, not just because of what you told us, but because we have heard Him ourselves. Now we know that He is indeed the Saviour of the world. I think that's it. Yeah, and I, I love that. And I had a revelation of that the other day that, you know, the people of that city didn't go off her revelation of Jesus. They went out to seek Jesus and heard firsthand from Jesus and they got their own revelation and they all started believing in Him. And I believe that, you know, to reach this city, I believe that we all have to have our own revelation of Jesus. You know, you, you don't have my revelation. You know, I can be up, up here telling you how much He loves you and how much He's forgiven you and how much He cares for you. But that's, that's what I believe and that's what's in the Word and it's true. But you, it might not be your revelation. And I want you just to, if, if we all read the Word and pray, you will get your own revelation of Jesus and how much He loves you. And you will get so excited about that. that you'll share that with your family. You'll share that with your friends. And that's how we're going to reach this city, from a personal revelation, from an encounter with Jesus Himself. 